Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up the King's Coast Coffee. Welcome to episode 104 of Star Wars in Scotch. I'm your host, Tim, also known as Darkness429 in the gaming space. And, and alongside me over here, he's over here, uh, it's Kevin, a.k.a. KMagic101, a.k.a. Kevin X Vision, a.k.a. CEO of Rare Drop. Good morning. How are you? Hello. It's I'm, I'm a little, like, congested. Draining. Yeah, I'm definitely like just it's coming out. That's not that's hot. It's just yeah, it's all Kevin, coming out. It's coming out, Kevin. It's coming out. In 2023. <laughs> it's all coming out. How's your week so far? It's Wednesday. Is it? Yeah, it is because we're here. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like uh, it's moving along. It's moving along. Well, I have to do home workouts so I don't give people COVID scare at the gym. So it's been. Oh, our, oh yeah, because you're just like, <clears throat> and you don't want people to think. Well, yeah, I'll finish yeah. a set at home, and then I'm like, ah, 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 and I don't really want to be that guy oh, at the gym. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, okay. so I've been sticking nice. to the home workouts. Okay. Today was uh, it was like more of a full body thing. Hot. Okay. Because it's quick in the morning because of Andor, so. Andor's good. And we'll get to that. Andor's like, very good. Andor's good. I watched Tales of the Jedi. I told the internet that I wasn't going to watch all of it, but I ended up watching two of them. So I watched the first two episodes. Ahsoka was episode one, and Dooku and Qui-Gon were episode two. And I'm glad that I watched them. Because they were just like, they're easy to watch. but Very. Very easy to watch. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Kevin, you're sipping on some uh, some King's Coast right there, huh? Yeah. I uh, Our coffee pot broke last week, so my wife was oh. forced to do pour over every morning that. right now. And she... She can't wait for the new coffee pot. But in the meantime, I get delicious pour over every morning, which is kind of awesome. 
Well, um, I showed I showed my uh, my like in in my stories yesterday. My my Gevi. I showed you my my automatic pour over. Yep. I, yep. Oh, oh man! If you want pour over, but you don't want to actually do the pour over, that's the way to do it. It's great. Nah, we're still we're still doing it DIY with the Chemex. All right. All right. Feels, well, feels natural. Are you sipping on some uh, some some autumn tides? Some, some I autumn... am sipping on autumn tides, ironically. Yes. And it's we delicious. have so many names. I'm just like, I hope I say it right. Is it fall no, tide? I really want it to be fall tides. Well, the problem with fall tides was when we were on the on the cutting room floor there, we said it sounded too much like uh, summer's eve, which is no, a no. We were gonna do autumn breeze. Autumn breeze was the one that sounded too much like a wasn't feminine it, it, cleaning it product. Yeah, it sounded like a feminine cleaning product, and we were like, no, yeah. this is not gonna work. But we were so excited about. It. I remember naming that. I was like, this is great. This is gonna yep. go. Everyone was on board, and then everyone was like, wait. So here we are. Yeah. We didn't want our so. coffee to sound like something that you keep, you know, use to keep yourself fresh. I mean, like you do use coffee to keep yourself fresh, but it's like more of like a mental sense. Yes. Yeah. And, well, it offers other health benefits too. The coffee. Well, so. Yeah. I mean, like if what kind of health benefits are we talking about? Oh, it's good for your heart and a whole bunch oh, of other stuff. I thought stuff. he was I, okay. I thought we were going to go in the other direction. I was talking about keeping ourselves clean physically. I oh, wasn't no, sure no. where we were going with that. I mean, in all fairness, coffee cleans me out every morning very nicely. <laughs> Kings Coast so, Coffee, we keep you cleaned out. Yeah, yeah, it's all coming out. All coming out. <laughs> just. Kevin's theme is just, it's all coming out. It's all coming out. Ironically, I haven't been doing these crazy intense workouts, but I'm still like maintaining my weight because I've been eating well. And when you eat well, you shit well. So it's all coming out. Yeah, just feel, yeah, feel your body with some King's Coast. Yep. That's so what head I on do. over to kingscoastcoffee.com. Get yourself some freshly roast to order coffee today. I, I will say this. Last Friday, I went to an event in Orlando. I did not have time to make pour over in the morning. Uh -huh. Um, and Ben and I had to get um, the other coffee oh. on the way to the event. Mm. Why is it so hard to make an Americano? I don't understand why it's so difficult to just take a double shot of espresso and then, and then take hot water hot and water. pour it in there until That's you it. get to the, the dilution that you want. That's all it is. It's literally... It's for people who just don't want to sip on straight espresso. That's it. Or if you just that's want it. a really personalized cup of coffee, like that's the greatest thing. I chat, just trust me on this one. If you want a fresh cup of coffee, when you go to a diner or anywhere else, order an Americano or just say, I would like a double shot of espresso and a cup of hot water. And you will get a very delicious cup of coffee because if you just get, I want a hot coffee, they're going to give you the coffee that they brewed like four hours ago. They've been keeping warm. But if you get the espresso, it's fresh. So a little coffee hack from your friends at King's Coast Coffee. That's it. Boom. That's it. Done. Star Nailed Wars. It. Woo! Awesome. Star Wars! What do you want to talk about first? Oh, my God. Okay, well, let's get Tales of the Jedi out of the way. Because yeah, I feel not... like Andor is just so good. And Tales is cool, but it's just like there's nothing to talk quick. about. It's just no. quick. It's cute. I, it, it's, a, it's a little way. It's a little fun way to just give our characters that we know and love a little fun backstory. That's I mean, Ahsoka's mom is a badass. Yeah, her mom's a hunter, which I think is neat. It's really cool how they have like this this whole way of life. It felt very much so like uh, Native American. It it just it felt like very um, like old ways of doing things. Like you know, the baby was a year old. No, it's time. And like 
their connection with the forest. And it felt like very dances with wolves or like Fern Gully, uh, mm-hmm. Pocahontas kind of, or just like, you know, respect the land, respect life, thank the animal for giving its life to, you know, to feed us, and like all this stuff. I thought it was cool. It's neat. And like, it also explains, you know, it, show, it doesn't explain, it showcases Ahsoka's connection with animals again. Like that's another thing that we saw in Clone Wars um, that she like had this connection with animals. And so like that showcased it there. But like that was it. Like there was nothing. It was like Kevin, we gotta talk about this. Yeah. No, I I uh, I didn't think there was much there. Like Ahsoka, you can use the Force. Oh, guys, she's a Jedi. Okay. Spoiler: Ahsoka's a Jedi. Yeah, that was that was about it. It was pretty yeah. cool. She communed with that tiger saber saber thing. thing. It was cool. It was great. It was a great watch. Yeah. But there's nothing there that I learned besides Ahsoka's mom being a, an absolute royal badass. That's yeah. it. But I also, we also kind of knew that they had a uh, a matriarch old society. Like there was, it was all based yes. off of the off of the, uh, the the female leaders. So like we knew that they had the the huntress, right? The and huntress so like this the... this kind of plays more into the stuff that we have already read in High Republic, which is kind of cool. Like we get to learn more about the Tegruta people, and it seems like they are more like connected with with nature and across the board it seems like that's what the Tegruta people are are more like which is cool i had heard or read somewhere that the way Tegruta, i guess politics or whatever happened politically there changes by the time we get to ahsoka's birth so it's not the same type of society that we meet well well, remember that they said that the that ahsoka's clan though is very different from normal Tegruta. So wonder wonder if they're yeah. more of like the old way. We have fringe hippie commune sort of situation. Well, I wouldn't call them hippies. I don't know. They just seem like I'm they were just more like just like connected with nature. I wouldn't call that, them a hippie. That the 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 new book is is very hippie commune. I downloaded it. I have it on That's... my phone. We're working on it. I mean, it's a short. It's only about a seven-hour yeah, book. I, and I, I saw like, it was eight hours on Audible, and I was like, "Oh, this." I have like three hours left. I will say it is a lot of groundwork to establish what's going on. My biggest question right now is: we meet who I assume is Markion's mother, grandmother, something. It would have, yeah, it would have to be older than mother. I mean, it depends on their lifespan. I don't know what the Everoni lifespan is. And True. then sh- her last name is Roe. Right. At some point, he has an a- adopted or surrogate father named Asgar Roe, who's a human, if I remember correctly. So I'm really oh, trying to figure out. I'm really just trying. I'm trying to figure it out because Marta, when we meet her in this, she's not tethered to anyone. So, I mean, you'll find out in the first chapter of the book that she's got the hots for the Jedi that shows up on her planet. He's a Pantoran. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's lots of questions I have so far. Um, and there's a cult. That's about it. Hmm. Not much okay. meat on the bone on there either on, to, to be completely transparent. I'm just kind of waiting for something to happen, but I only mm, have like three hours. Like how the first, left. the first set of books was like, yeah, book one was, was pretty like, Eh, like okay, cool. Like it, honestly, the only thing that was really good about book one was was large pieces of rock chasing taking out planets. Like that was kind of fun, because um, it's just like it's man, our- they open it up hard with murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then the second book, the best thing was Geode. So 
Well, the second no, it wasn't the second book. No, the second book is when they when they were in the space station. Into the dark. That's Geode. Yeah, but like there was a lot like the Sith the Sith statues and all that stuff. That was really good. Geode, dude. It's oh, all about Geode. Come Geo. on. Whatever. Geode. The rock awesome. that can somehow move, but we never really see how he moves. Also, expert navigator. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He can he can plot courses all over the galaxy. But yeah, that was Tales of the Jedi. We'll talk about uh, episode two, maybe two and three next week, because I have a feeling these episodes are not going to be long conversations. But Tim and I will talk about it. Um, uh, but yeah, it was it was great. If you're a fan, I think I think younger Star Wars fans will enjoy Tales of the Jedi. I think Very much so. super fans will enjoy the backstory. Um, it's not something I'd be like, hey, babe, you have to come watch this with me so you can learn yeah, more exactly. about Ahsoka's birth. She's not going to give a shit. Yeah. So um, I think it's more in, in that realm. But it was it was fun to watch. I, I thought okay. it was cool. Yeah. So. That's it. Andor. Yes! Gollum is in. Oh, my God, dude. Andy Serkis shows up. We not. So I heard so- his voice, and I was <sighs> like, that can't be. Is it? He's already. It's, it's but smoke. there he is. It was it was Snoke. Like that was that was crazy. That's ah, oh, I was so happy to see him. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, so not much happened with Cassian in this, except we. I like that they were sending the other um, prisoners to Belsavis. Did you pick up on that? No, I missed that part. Yeah, when they were dividing them up between the ships, yeah, they, sent, they were sending the other prisoners to Belsavis, which I was like, ah, I know that planet. Uh, and then I don't. Snark- so tell me about it. Belsavis is in, in at least in in the old Republic. It's one of the war torn planets. It's constantly fought over, um, and it's a prison planet. It looks a lot like. It's funny. So th- there's, uh, in this Wikipedia entry for Belsavis it has the same type of like structures in the water that they had for, for uh, uh, Naraka f- five or wh- whatever that planet was. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Cause that was the first time that we've actually really seen like a prison planet on in star Wars, like in star Wars, like cinema, which I thought was really, really neat. Like, again, like th- that's what I love so much about Andor right now is that we're visually getting to see a lot of these things on the screen that we like, we know about. Uh, that we know it's going on. Um, so to like to be put in this prison, to be put on this prison planet at this manufacturing plant, I would love to know what, the, what they're putting together, whatever these assemblies are. I couldn't figure it out. I was trying the entire time trying to figure out like what the that star shaped metal thing was that they could were. Be they a were drone could be parts I was to like something walker. like an ATAT like part. Yeah. I really wanted it to be like a, a a component to like a foot. But like, if you really think about it, like some of the larger machines, like that could just be like a gear assembly for like a transmission. You know, like it's wild. Back, back to Belsavis real quick. I want to tell you this because you'll think this is cool. So it is an ice planet, but it has these like biomes. Those are the circles on it. Yeah. And these are like like tropical biomes scattered. Oh, and those that's are the, sick. Okay, so those that's are the this, prisons. That's what these are. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, those are the prisons. So uh, I just thought that was cool. That's um, cool. Yeah. So they were, yeah, it felt like parts to something bigger or, you know, I'm not really sure. But, you know, they're feeding the war machine or the war machine that's prepping to do some serious, serious damage. Um, it's it, the, okay, did you understand the shoe, foot, shock, heat thing? Yeah, what about it? I don't understand, like, 
are they just wearing those boots so that nothing will happen to them and they've like electrified the floor or is it something yeah, in so, the environment? So, like, no, I, this that's is, no so out. it's super smart. And I was like, I was like, man, the empire's got this shit down. So you keep the tensions low. Well, I mean, visually you keep tensions low by having guards that don't have any guns or they don't look very temperamental. They can just like hurt you. Yeah, but at, any, at any moment, at any moment, this electrified tungsten floor or what you, tung, tungstanium floor um, is will turn on because it's, it's all metal. It's a metal floor that's that has power, has a current running through it. And they just up the voltage and all of those guards are wearing big ass rubber shoes. And so that's it. Like the entire facility is electrified on the floor. That's why they're always barefoot. And so, like that was that was really interesting to me. It was like you just you just threatened to shock the shit out of them, and then their boots just nothing will happen to them because they're yeah because because they're because they're they're grounded the, they're grounded with the the rubber. But it's better than a shock collar. You have no restraints on on your on your prisoners. But at any moment, they could get the ever living shit shocked out of them. It is awesome. And did you see how like they're in their prison bunks and there's no doors, there's no. There's no bars. There's nothing but an electrified floor. Yeah, that one guy. He's dead. Killed. Oh, that guy is dead. Yeah, he so sat he, there on that floor. He, his heart stopped. So did he go crazy and commit suicide? Was that what? I think what, so. I think that's what happened. I think he, I think he just himself. Okay. Yeah, he yeah, unalived was, is, is the official. Uh, you know, that's, that's, how, that's how people get around the TikTok algorithm is they don't yes, say the unalived. D word. They just say unalived. Um, I wasn't sure if I was overthinking it, and I was. I thought that was the case, but I I don't know. For some reason, I was like, "Is there some sort of no?" As soon as I as soon as I saw the big shoes on the guards, I was like, "Oh, this floor is electrified." And then he just cranked it up, and you just watch them just contort, and it was like it was crazy. It was ingenious. It was like, and that's the worst part is I watched that. I was like, "That's so smart." Like that's just so smart, and I hated that I was agreeing with it. I was like, "Ah." (laughs) <laughs> it's just like oh it's just the, the perfect evil thing to do level one of three yeah like oh my god what like level three stops your heart for sure level two makes you drool and shit yourself i'm like that's how i think how they gauge it and then their incentive to do be the best is that you get taste in your food yeah you get yeah uh-huh that's Yummy. so dark well did you see how they're like you can have as much as you want you just suck it out of the wall like, yeah, just, they want you to be healthy. Holy crap, though. Like, could you imagine just sucking all your calories through a straw out the wall? Like, ugh. But he seemed to put it on a plate, too, because in the when it said, like, day 30, he was eating it with a spoon as well. Uh-huh. Well, because he so, learned to love it. Yeah, so, which you is see what how, like, how efficient him. he's getting with building those assemblies, too. I think, I think what's going to happen is he's, he's already figuring out what he can do to get out. Because you could yeah. see how he was walking around and he was learning everything. And so, like, I think that was them trying to showcase Cassian's ability to learn things very quickly. And I think he's already worked out in his head how he is going to get out. <coughs> yeah, I agree. Because we haven't seen him in that Imperial officer's uniform that we saw him in in the uh, trailer yet. Mm-hmm. We've right. only seen him dressed as, as a soldier. Right. So this could be the instance where he you know, somehow infiltrates the system. And he's 30 days in now, so he's probably learned even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and little hints like, you know, they don't pay attention unless production is down and things like that. So yeah. uh, he's I making think he knows sure that, that he's got to get Andy's character out of the way because that guy was like, I've got 256 days left. Don't fuck this up for me. Yeah, so, and he will. 
Yeah, well, most definitely. But I'm, I'm, I think what happened is like Cassian's going to get him out of the way. Yeah, and then and then that's how he's going to be able to to move along. I think Cassian's also trying to size up who would be interested. Oh, for in sure, most helping. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that one guy with the red hair seems like he would be the next. There's some rebellious people in that group for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, what was the other thing that I, that I thought was really interesting with that? Ah, damn. Go ahead, Kevin. It'll come back to me. I had it, and then I was gone. No, and then we went back to Cassian's home planet, and the you can see the grip oh, that's of what the empire. Oh my god, the ISB stuff is just getting really, really good. Like the entire like, I didn't know how the the whole investigation was gonna go, or when she was interrogating the uh, the guy from Marlana, yep. um, the oh, the inspector. What's his name? I forget his name. He's just he hasn't become a very memorable character for me yet. Um, I have all their names up. Hold on, I'll get. Karn. Oh man, Karn. Um, I didn't know how that was going to go. And I loved how he just like openly admitted that he had made six false inquiries for, for Cassian. And so it was just like, I really thought that was going to be his moment. I really thought that he was going to get like recruited in the ISB or he's going to become an informant of some sort. And she just looks at her. She's like, just forget about it. Stop. Yeah. Or you're going to get arrested. Like, I'll tell your boss you did a good job, but this is the end of it. Yeah. Move on. He won't, obviously. But she's going in hard, dude. When 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 Wolf was reading off like her entire wish list of everything that she wanted, like holy crap, she wants essentially like a small army. She gets so close to being insubordinate, but then they realize what she's saying makes sense. Like when she said it's cheaper than the equipment they're stealing, mm-hmm. and then he like gave her like this, not side eye, but he looked up at her like, yeah, that was like, that was right. out of line. But you're right. Yeah, but now we know where all those weapons that they've been losing and all the technology where it's going. Yep. It's going directly to Saw. Luthen's been been ripping it all apart and sending it off to Saw. Well, Luthen seems like he's trying to unite all of the, the rebel Luthen's factions. Luthen's trying to build a rebellion. Right. And Saw is just a guerrilla fighter. Saw is just an anarchist. Which we knew already. Yeah, Which most we definitely. Knew we, knew, we knew that in Rogue One, we, we learned just how, how chaotic he is. And, and Clone we, Wars. And Clone Wars. And we learn a little bit about it in uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, and, but, like, this is cool. Like, this is probably the most... No, that's not true. This is... Saw hasn't looked this good in a while, I guess. And I thought that was really interesting. Like, it's weird not seeing him, like, like half robotic yet. Like, he's got, like, the robot arms on. And, like, that. he looks like Jax from Mortal Kombat right now. And, like, that's it. Uh, it's... When we see him in Clone Wars, he's he's just a man. Like he's just like no cybernetic implants yet. He's just a guerrilla fighter. He just like he's he's ready to kick some ass. And so it's like it's really cool to see the progression that we've gotten of Saw Gerrera, uh, throughout you know throughout different forms of the, the Star Wars medium. You know we see it in Clone Wars. We get him in a video game. We get him in live action. It's cool. Yeah. No. It's been uh, it's been fun to see his character develop. And now we're gonna get a whole new piece of the puzzle if you will um i think this might be one of the more important pieces of the puzzle because this is so early in the rebellion and oh, we just I forgot. in rebels he takes thing. he takes them hostage i yeah. totally forgot about that when they're on geonosis he takes uh he takes ezra hostage i totally forgot about that he's been on he's been he's in wild almost everything if you think about it uh-huh he's like oh, now, all we need is hondo a live action hondo that's all we need and there's one be, at Disney World. I know, I know, but like that's what I'm saying. Like he's got to show. I if he, I think it would be perfect for him to show up in in the Ahsoka show. Like yeah. I think that would work out really, really well. 
You don't want to see him in this? Like, ah, Luthen, good to see you, my old friend. Oh, fuck, yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, like, you're right. I mean, like, it would make sense for, like, pirates and, like, crime and stuff that fits really well in the Andor. I just really love the, the lens that this is shot through. Like, it's just, like, this is the perfect dark adult Star Wars show. And, like, I, I, I'm watching this episode today, and it was the part when he was in the... Um, what was he? Oh, when the guy was signing, when the guy was signing to the other guy across oh, the yeah, tube, across and they were the just way, like yeah. commuting to each other. I just looked at this like this is like the perfect adult Star Wars show, and I can't figure out why people are shitting on it. It's like I just I don't like, really see people shitting on it as much as I see people not paying attention to it. That's I, what so I that, think is but the, the issue. That's the problem, though, is like the people who are writing the articles about it are saying how people aren't talking about it. Therefore, I would I would take that as negative press. I would yeah, say, like, they're fair. shitting on the fact that the performance of Andor is low compared to other things. But at the same time, this is probably one of the best live-action Star Wars shows that we've gotten so far. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, if you, want, if, you, if you want that adult Star Wars tone and you want to feel like, you know, this, this is, like, you're just... Everything that you want, you've wanted to see in Star Wars, like, all those behind the scenes, like, you know it's happening but you don't get to see it, and you're like, oh, I wish we could just, a little bit more time, this is it. Like, this is all of the stuff that you've wanted to see. If you're, like, if you're, like, really into that stuff of Star Wars, I think that's the problem, again, is, like, it's just, it's so niche, but I feel like they're getting away from, like, the nicher things, and it's really starting to just be, like, this, this flushed-out show that, like, anyone could really pick up and appreciate. Yeah, um, I, I, there's definitely a, uh, I'm gonna say a shift, and with some of the other news that came out, you know, you're starting to realize where their priorities are at. They announced the Damon Lindelof movie, which we'll talk about um, in a little while. But I hope my worry is because of the way the reaction to Andor is right now. Mm-hmm. And I still believe that people will watch it over Thanksgiving break. They'll watch it over Christmas break. And, you know, no, the media won't care anymore, but the fandom will be like oh that was a great show but then i don't want them to obviously they're gonna make another season but i don't want them to shy away from making other shows in this vein because of the reaction there's also probably a level of i don't want to say fatigue because marvel can pop out a show every few months and nobody cares but i think um you know mandalorian was a smashing success obi-wan did very well for them um i don't want to hear like oh you know we we put out too many star wars shows and then i look at marvel I'm like marvel's putting a show every every few months like come on yeah so but marvel's also put out um, three four movies a year too so i don't know what the deal is with star wars i read something that said you know like marvel's doing all of it and star wars is kind of lagging in the movie department right now mm-hmm. then the announcement of the damon lindelof stuff came out um so i'm i don't know i, I got it I don't know what the plan is there. I keep thinking I do, and then I keep getting thrown off, and I don't want the reception and or at release to affect them making more live-action television shows. That's my only worry in all of this. I don't, I don't think they're going to, at least, I don't want to say that, I don't think. I hope that they don't use the metrics for and or as the divining rod. You know? Like, I don't think that's fair. Like I, I think Obi Wan is a better is a better showcase of of fandom being attached to certain stories, mm-hmm. and I think that's the I think it's just the issue that Star Wars has. Whereas with Marvel, they make it so like 
anyone can watch it. Like Amy and I watched through She-Hulk and like she has no understanding of half of these characters. You know, Daredevil shows up halfway through. She's like, like, you know, like we watched the only way that she would have wa- known about Daredevil is if we would have watched the Netflix stuff like a couple of years ago, you know, and it's just like, you know, there's, there's just things that, you know, if it wasn't for that, she wouldn't know going forward. And like, that's the, I feel like that's where we find ourselves right now in star Wars is that they're trying to like, they're trying to bring a lot of new people in and they're trying mm-hmm. to do it in ways. And then, and then they're still trying to like introduce all of the really cool stuff that all of the other star Wars fans want. And they're just, I think they're trying to figure out ways to collect new viewership. Cause you're right. Cause I think Marvel is kind of like cannibalizing that sector when it comes to like Disney plus, you know, it's just, there's a lot more of it. Um, and it, and there's so many different ways to digest. Like we, we, we finished She-Hulk. We went and watched when we started watching, um, Miss Marvel. You know, and so like, and those are two two very different shows. They're shot in two different ways. Their lengths are completely different. She Hulk's twenty twenty six minutes long. A Miss Marvel show's forty five minutes long. You know, and but like, it is, and that's crazy. You know, it's like Miss Marvel is get more time is getting more time than She Hulk. And I thought She Hulk was a really fun show, but they shot She Hulk in a way where she could transcend the for, like, fourth wall. Right. She breaks the fourth wall and she talks to the to the audience and she at one point she busts through Disney Plus interface and like sh- like hops into a different show. You can't do that in Star Wars, but somehow you can do that in Marvel and nobody nobody is pissed off about it. And um, the fight for your attention is a, is ramping up. Almost definitely. You've got Game of Thrones, you got Witcher. Game of Thrones is back. Yeah, like, Game of Right, it's back. They're back. They and then, and then you get all of the nerds that played, played or read the books for Witcher. Um, yeah. What else is going? And then, we, and then you're getting, um, you're getting other, other Marvel sh- offshoots like um, Sandman, uh, Rings of Power, and then Rings there's an animated. On there's an animated uh, movie about the War of the Rohirrim coming out as well. And then you've also got your DC animated stuff. Which they just announced yesterday that James Gunn is going to be now in charge of DC, which is huge for them. Yeah. Humongous. So, I mean, DC's now probably, again, I see people like, oh, the executives won't let him do what he wants to do. It's like, the guy has four of the most successful superhero movies ever. Three mm-hmm. hasn't come out yet. I'm assuming Guardians 3 is a good movie. Yeah. Um, and the, the Kevin Bacon being MCU canon now. Um, and, uh, okay. uh, I think that they're like, look, we can't do this. We're just like, they're going to Kevin Feige it and be like, take it, uh-huh. run with it and make it what it was supposed to be originally. Oh my God. The, do you care about She-Hulk spoilers? Not really. Like the finale was like, was, was a while ago. Okay. So real quick, I'll give everybody like a second or two to, to mute it. Okay. So the finale for for She Hulk, she wants to go talk to Kevin. She says, "I want to oh, talk breaking to, the fourth wall." I, I want to talk to Kevin, yeah, because she didn't like her ending for her finale. She's like, "This is shit. I want to change it." So she's like, she goes to she goes to Marvel. She's like, she goes to the writer. She's like, "Who do I need to talk to?" I'm like, you have to talk to Kevin, but no one can talk to Kevin. And in my head, she's like, "Oh, Kevin." I was like, "Oh, Kevin Feige. Okay, cool." She gets to Kevin's office. It's a fucking robot. Kevin's an AI. <laughs> and so like that's how they've been pumping out shows is that kevin is actually just an ai and so like i thought you would appreciate that is that's how no, marvel's been able to pump it all out which makes sense now with why your chat was saying i was a, a ai the other day and yeah, I don't he poop. doesn't poop yep yeah now it all makes it all comes together um <laughs> so 
yeah, I mean, with James Gunn in in charge of DC, um, it, it's it's going to be a game changer. Matt yeah. Reeves is is in charge of Gothamverse under them. Um, Henry Cavill Appar- apparently uh, the Rock crushed it with Black Adam. Well, the Black Adam had the same thing that uh, Suicide Squad and Joker had, where the media hated it and the viewer reception is through the roof. But I'll I'll trust movies. the I'll trust the viewer response Always. over over the reviews any day. Although I hated I hated Joker, like hated that movie. I thought it was one of the that worst was a I've that was a very polarized opinion on that show. It was either you loved it or you hated it. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I didn't. I huge... didn't watch it. I I knew that wasn't that wasn't a movie for me. So I knew that I just didn't need to go watch it. I went. We went to the movies, and I had my jacket on. And if you've seen the movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I had my jacket on because it was chilly that day. I remember. Uh, in the, the talk show scene at the end, and you said you didn't see it. Do you mind if I say Oh, go for it. I probably will not watch it. Spoilers. And I said, in the end, I had my jacket on. I was at the edge of the seat like this, looking at the two people I came with. And I was like, he's going to shoot him. Can we leave? Because this movie has been absolutely atrocious. And they're <laughs> laughing because everyone thinks like, oh, Kevin, Batman, he's going to love this movie. I fucking hated that movie. I went on, I got ripped apart because I went on Twitter. I I said, Joaquin Phoenix delivered a phenomenal performance. That was one of those poorly written superhero movies I have ever watched my entire life. And all of these people came for me. I got called a white supremacist at one point for saying that. I still can't figure that one out. Um, So, yeah, no clue. Um, So, yeah, it made me hate the movie even more. So when they announced Joker 2 and they're like, oh, it's going to be a musical and Lady Gaga is going to be Harley Quinn. I was like, gag me with the spoon. And then this morning I read James Gunn has already said that Joker 2 and Joker will exist outside of the DCEU. Uh, like, he knows what he's doing. Good for him. Oh, I, I, oh, there was a Reddit thing that said one of the most genius things. We'll get back to Star Wars in a second. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill that I, I, I thought and was that at the end of Joker 2 it should be Matt Reeves's Joker the one we, we got the preview mm-hmm. of in the Batman sitting in Arkham laughing in like his straight jacket like ha, 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 just comes ha, out ha. of his head 
it's all in his yeah. head because mm -hmm. one of the most famous lines of Joker is, if I have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. Yeah. Um, so I think that would have been like genius to just bring it all around and make it canon, if you will. But I obviously they won't do that. That would be really said. fun, though. That's, yeah, a great well, way, that's a great way to close up that loop. He's in an asylum at the end of the first movie, and everyone's uh -huh. saying, like, was it, was it all in his head? Yeah. Like, so it, it was fun in that aspect. And if actually if it was a daydream, I wouldn't care about the movie anymore. Yeah. It was just the character framing, and I don't know. I just I hated it. Anyway, so you have all of these choices now. Like, the menu has is, is just gotten a little bit bigger for nerds. And obviously, you can do what Tim and I do, which is consume it all. But not I everyone does that. so hard. Not everyone does that. I can't keep up with Marvel. Like, I'm it's still hard. on Moon Knight because I stopped to watch Halloween shit. Um, which, Midnight Mass is fantastic. I got one episode. I left. need to watch that. You were saying over the weekend it was really good. It's so good. And then on the funny side, I started watching What We Do in the Shadows because Daniel hadn't seen it. Um, oh, that's, so much, that's a fun show. That show's hysterical. Um, bat! Uh, so, <laughs> we... The menu's out there, and you have all these choices. And I think Andor is a combination of I'll watch it during Thanksgiving, I'll watch it during Christmas, and Rings of Power, Game of Thrones. And like we said on the last episode, it comes out on Wednesday. It's dude, a really, when it's it hits a really the weekend, time, it's not, if, I, if I'm not me, I don't host this show, and I'm just Kevin. I'm like, I'll watch it over Thanksgiving break because on Friday I watch Rings of Power. Saturday I'm usually out with the family, and Sunday is House of the Dragon. Uh, so that, that would, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I would, I would venture to guess that Andor's viewership will go up over the next two months. Probably. Yeah. I'm curious to see, cause like I, I'm, I haven't tweeted a lot about Andor, so I'm curious to see if people will start interacting more with like Andor tweets. Cause I haven't seen anybody talk about it. Like everything's no. been like, like you said, it's been like Game of Thrones. Uh, it was, it was Lord of the Rings. Uh, but now those two shows have come to an end. So it would be very interesting to see what happens next. Yeah, I mean, we 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 have the usual folks that talk to us about Star Wars stuff that have talked to us about Andor. I haven't seen any new faces coming to us and being like, hey, you know, it wasn't yeah. like with Obi-Wan where all these new people were all of a sudden <laughs> talking to us about Obi-Wan. This is just the regular crew, which is fine. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I love talking Star Wars with you all. But at the end of the day, I just think it's bad timing and – you'll see that it'll it'll go over well in the, in the next few months. People will be like, just finished Andor, what a great show, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you'll start to see on social media. So I, I don't blame Disney outside of the fact that it was poor timing. Um, but at the same time, when you're putting a show into development and putting a release date on it and whatnot, I don't know if you know that two of the other biggest IPs in nerddom are going to be putting out a show at the same time as you. Yeah. Because I doubt if they all knew this, they all they would have launched. Talk. No, they're competitors, and the yeah. platforms are competitors. And by the time they find out, I'm sure they find out before the public, but all the marketing stuff is done, you know, whatnot. Even pushing it back two weeks, Disney, you know, made quite the stir. And yeah. they had to add that third episode to finish mm -hmm. it, I think, to finish it before Thanksgiving. Um, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's, it's a very good show. But I think it it just doesn't tick all of the the levers that make it an immediate watch. Damn, this episode was so damn good. I was it really was, was. Very, very very pleased with this episode and the way that they kind of like the way that they're ramping it up with the ISB. I, I really like because it just shows just like how much of a chokehold they have on 
on these like outer rim planets. They don't have the ability to like really protect themselves or like really stand up to an imperial presence. Uh, like that's that's really really interesting to me because you couldn't you couldn't do that stuff to like a core world. No, good old Wolf Ularen. <sighs> I I like I like that he's like. His character is more of just presence than anything else. Him just being in the room is enough for me. The internet has said that now that Wolf Yularen is in play, uh-huh. the, the idea of Thrawn showing up in Andor, even if just briefly, I, I is know. now very high I to introduce the actor, the character, and everything before Ahsoka. Dude, I'm telling you, right now, where we find ourselves is is right in the prime time of book one for Thrawn. Like Thrawn every, and Yularen are buddy buddy. They are very very close to each other. Um, and 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 in book one, like they they have adventures together where he's like he's like trying to hunt down people that are dirty in 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 Coruscant. And so it's just like, oh, it's all lining up, and I'm so excited. And the thought of of seeing seeing Thrawn. Just for a second, or to have a, a bit of dialogue, it, it would, it would, I would be so surprised if it didn't happen. Like it just, it, it is the perfect time to drop him. We, we already know that we already know that he, that the actor's there. We know that Ahsoka's wrapping up in their, in their, their filming. Like why wouldn't you? It'd be perfect. Here, hear me out. Hear me out. Last episode, because we know we're getting another season. <laughs> Cassian's escaped. He's causing trouble. They can't figure out who Luthien is because he has a code name. I forget what the code name was. Uh, Axis. Axis. Steps into the Grand Admiral's office oh, and dude. says, he's, you know, how nice see you today. I need your help with this. You have a way, you know, of going about things that oh you know, most God, people in the Empire Thrawn don't. is hunting Luthien? <gasps> and it's literally like one of these like things where he's just sitting at his desk and the camera pans over and he's like, Tell me more, and then it's like credits. That could even be that could even well, be a a post credit scene. Yeah, I mean, like having having Thrawn getting called in. I mean, it would all depend on like where he's at. So he, I don't think he's he's at a commander level yet. He's a lieutenant, probably. If this is early I, in book, I one. don't. That's the whole thing is I don't know where this falls because he gets put under people's command for a little bit, and he and he stirs. He makes a lot of fuss because he he like you know he you read the book. Um, yeah. So Thrawn's making a lot of fuss in the, in, in, the, in the Empire, in the Navy, and so they, but he keeps on doing a really good job, and so they have to promote him, and they end up promoting him because they're tired of his bullshit. And they're like, if we just promote him, then we'll put him up on a pedestal that's too high for him, and he'll fall. The yeah. problem is he keeps, on, he keeps on surviving, and he keeps on doing a really good job. Um, so yeah, I mean, like if we got like a, a Lieutenant Thrawn you know, getting called into to Yularen's office, um, you know, like he already, he already was stopping pirates. You know, he was already hunting down the spice runners. So yeah, I mean like that's a really, really interesting thought, Kevin. Or yeah, you could walk into the office and be like, Colonel Yular and it's good yeah. to see you. Some, something, dude. I mean like, oh my God, it, it, it doesn't even have to be words. Literally all you had to do is pan across and you get this blue face with red eyes. People would lose their shit. Yep. Yeah. No, it, it would be very interesting. I what? Yeah. What? I, again, we had we had I had speculated. I think I had asked you at one point, like, what do you think about Thrawn showing up? And you're like, doesn't make sense. And I agreed because we agreed that the first book, once I read it, wasn't really in there. Now that you Lauren's in play, it changes everything because yeah. that's his boy. Right. Um, even if he just goes to him for advice, yeah. like, what would you do in this situation? How would you weed them out? Something along. It doesn't have to be Thrawn 
taking action. It mm-hmm. could just be Thrawn advising him, you know, like, Kenny, you Lauren, you should have uh, uh, did well, the rebels. The thing, uh, uh, yeah, because he's just going to feed him information. Oh, God, that's going to be so good. I know. It's, it's, it's a possibility. Oh. I would see it as a post credit scene. I don't do think it would be in scenes. the show. Yes, they do. They did it for Book of Boba, uh, for uh, Mandalorian season two. That's how they introduced Book of Boba Fett. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that, is that the said, only post credit one they've done? Um, I don't know, Paul. Could you look that up? See if there was anything else besides that. But that's how they introduced. They said Book of Boba Fett coming December yeah. 2021. Damn, I don't want it to be a post credit though. I want it to be a part of the show. Nah, they would. They would make that a post credit. Why not? It would that's, flow so well. That's an Easter egg for like you and me. No. And it would say like Ahsoka coming, you know, December 2023 or something. You know, bring uh, watch um, Commander is- Thrawn. Yeah, if they Ahsoka Thrawn, if they use Thrawn the way they did Ahsoka in Mando for this show. <sighs> I mean, that's their MO. This is what they it's love perfect. to do. Yeah, they love to do this. But could you imagine if he had a whole episode? Just think about it, Kevin. What if Thrawn, like the whole episode is about Thrawn starting to hunt down Cassian. We find out the like that whole part in Rogue One, he was also hunting after after Cassian. Uh, him Kenobi and Vader had, are boys. I'm, Kenobi I'm, had Obi-Wan as post-credits. What was Book of Boba's post-credits scene? The back nope. to tank. Who was in the back to tank? Oh, it was um, uh, the sheriff was in the back to tank. Oh, they all had post credit scenes. That, oh, I just I guess it's been a while, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. What was Kenobi's post credit scene? It was Qui Gon. That wasn't post credit. Yes, it was. That was leading up to it. That's how it ended. That was post. I could swear that was post credit. No, that was like he goes up to Luke and everything, and then he rides off, and Qui Gon's there. That wasn't po- that wasn't a post credit. Paul confirmed that because he put Kenobi in there. So yeah, but I don't know what now. I feel like I've missed out on whatever the post credit scene was. Well, if you saw Qui Gon, that was all I saw. I always check, no matter what show. Literally, because he wrote he he rides off into the sunset, and then it's credits. Literally, they 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 had to kick me out of the movie theater for the Batman. They came over to us. I love like, so I you love know. waiting for end credits. They were like, just so you know, it's just a question mark, and it says something like, "Will you be back? Will he be back?" or something. Okay, that episode had post credits. Paul saying it was post credit. I don't know, but not the final episode. <laughs> it wasn't the final episode. Oh, so it was a different one. Which one? No, well, now I need to go back and look. I will report back on <laughs> on the end credit scenes if I've seen them all. Then I feel like if we missed the post credit scene, we would have gotten no. Like basically by the in- internet. I found it on I found it on YouTube. There's nothing there. Colonel Yuladen. I don't know. Anyways, Kevin. What if it's Mark Thompson playing? It's not Mark Thompson. It's, we know it's not. It's Colonel Lars Mickelson. I really hope so. That would just make my. Year. It is. If you if you show me Lars Mickelson as Grand Admiral Thrawn before Thanksgiving, and you just announce that James Gunn is in charge of DC. I am the happiest. I wonder, and HBO is apparently committing to five seasons of House of the Dragon. Like, I wonder. Again, I wonder, go back, go back to when we were kids. Hop in a DeLorean. Tell little Timmy and little Kevin, uh-huh. 
like all of your wildest nerd dreams are going to be played out in live action on television weekly for you to watch. I wouldn't care. Because our our parents' version of, of Marvel superheroes was those crazy. Remember those old like Captain America and yeah, Luke Freak knows the but, whole. Yeah, but that shit was really cool. Like playing with like our Star Wars toys and like making up like our own thing. Like I don't know, dude. The '90s were pretty awesome. I don't know if I don't know if like like you seven a big year fan old of the Ewoks show, <laughs> the cartoons that was a complete ripoff of Gummy Bears. No, I don't think I saw that one. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. If you want to show, I'll oh, go watch it. Everything's on Disney Plus. Well, there's a whole like legend section now that uh-huh. has all the old. We should do like, a we should do an annual watching of the Star Wars Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and drink. You gonna make me watch that shit once a year? We should do that as an annual watching, and then we drink the whole time. I will. Yeah, I will need a drink to get we through will, that. Yeah, we'll need alcohol for sure. I don't know. I don't know if you remember how brutal that is. We could, we could mystery science three theater three thousand this. The best yeah, that one might have to be it because the best thing we ever got from that was that meme of Baby Chewie's Wookie. kid. That's like, yeah, with the hair, creepiest thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Andor episode nine. How many episodes do we have left? We have four episodes left, right? Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Cool. Honest, honest to God, I thought we were we were done last week. I thought that was good. No. I was I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, this is a great way to end it. Casting gets to go to space, Florida, and then he gets arrested. I'm like, oh, we're not done yet. It's a twenty. It's a twenty-four episode show. Two I, seasons, I, twelve. Episodes. I forgot. I forgot that we get twelve episodes. You really thought I was gonna have a happy ending with him going Every, to Star everybody Wars? Everybody was. Uh, we were in season finale week. Everybody had a season finale, so I just assumed casting was getting one too. This is what happens. This is what happens, and there's too much stuff to watch. The oh, problem no. is, is that we spent the entire pandemic bitching about how there was nothing to watch except Tiger King. Because we watched everything. <laughs> we watched everything. And then Tiger King season two was just trash. <laughs> God, that was such, that was the pinnacle I never of, watched of it. television. Did not Tiger watch season one? Uh, no, I, I didn't watch season two. I watched season oh, one. Oh, no, Kevin. did not watch season two. It's, it's not worth your time. I was going to say, Carol's You cannot live road. in Tampa and not watch Tiger King. Carol's right. I was at the mall. They got a, they got a big cat rescue kiosk at, at the, mm-hmm. uh, not international, the other mall. Uh, uh, Citrus, Citrus Park. Park. You just see they have the virtual walk-in tour. Yeah, no employees because they don't no. want people going in there and harassing them. Also, you can't go to get big cat rescue. They closed it. It's closed. Yeah, you can't Unless go Unless you're like you really be good friends with it. Carol or you want to volunteer. I mean, I feel like if I was, might have end up dead if I was really good friends with Carol. Oh. Buried underneath the septic tank. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. <laughs> uh, so Damon, it was announced this week that Damon Lindelof is writing a Star Wars movie. Which I think is hilarious because we, we talked about this news a few months ago and you were pissed. All right, I'll go back and, and we'll talk about that. Um, so the, co, uh, uh, the co-writer on is Justin Britt Gibson um, and then Char- Charmaine O. Obide, I'm so sorry, I'm butchering this. Shinoi is uh, looking to be the director. She directed Miss Marvel. Um, okay. So that's Damon Lindelof's uh, a crew. Justin wrote the uh, was a writer for The Strain, Into the Badlands, and Counterpart. That's a lot of like R-rated horror stuff, Tim, which should excite you a bit. I love horror movies. Um, so uh, 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 Secret Writers Room, uh, Patrick Somerville from The Leftovers, Station Eleven. Uh, Raina McClendon from Briar Patch, The Walking Dead, World Beyond, and Willow. Willow, the, the Disney Plus series. Yeah. And Andy Greenwald, who's also from Briar Patch. And then it was also believed that Dave Filoni was in that secret writer's room. Wow. So 
here's my thing with Damon Lindelof. Lost, if you remember Lost, I came in like the beginning of season two. No, before season two, Pete, Kings Coast Pete, was like, you got to see the show, brought the DVDs. We watched, we plowed through season one. And then we were literally at the point where we were having Wednesday night watch parties with all of our friends. Oh, that's awesome. Going to somebody's house and watching the new episodes of Lost. That's how into Lost we are. At the beginning of Lost, it was J.J. Abrams' show. And J.J. Abrams said there's a scientific explanation for everything that happens on the show. Damon Lindelof took over because J.J. Abrams left to go do Star Trek. Which J.J., that's J.J.'s biggest problem is he gets a new project and doesn't want to finish the one he was working on. Mm -hmm. Which is why Benioff and Weiss ruined the last season of Game of Thrones because they wanted to work on their Star Wars project that Disney saw the last season of Game of Thrones and was like, yeah, we're not going to move forward with this. Um, so they actually screw themselves, which I still find hilarious. Um, How do you do that? Lost was ruined by the last season. They had some bullshit Unitarian ending. The science was never explained. Hated Damon Lindelof. I remember I'd argue with my checks. They'd be like, he directed this. I was like, no, that guy can go to fucking hell. And, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> I watched Watchmen on HBO, and I loved it. I know Alan Moore doesn't like it, but I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Damon Lindelof is the showrunner for Watchmen. So now I'm torn. Mm -hmm. Because I really liked Watchmen. I loved Lost, but I hated it by the end. Sure. And now he's he's in my he's in my he's in my pond. He's in your fandom. I don't want to be that toxic fandom asshole guy, but at well, the you same just, time, you have an expectation set already with this guy because of I don't past trust this man. Sure, that's my problem. But he is writing it from scratch, and he did a really good job with Watchmen on that. Mm -hmm. Even though he went to Alan Moore, who originally wrote Watchmen, he was like, hey, I'm making this. I know you don't like when people make adaptations to your comic book, da, 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 but I'm making this. And Alan Moore literally told him, don't ever speak to me again. I'm not interested. Wow. Yeah. Alan Moore's, he wrote, he does uh, V for Vendetta too. He's a very, um, oh, eccentric. V for Vendetta was fantastic. That was He's so a very uh, eccentric human being. That's the best way I can put it. Anyway, so I don't know how I feel about this. I have mixed feelings. I'm, I'm very reserved when it comes to him, I don't trust him that much. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how I feel about this to be honest. This movie will take place after Rise of Skywalker, so it's going to be I thought we the... weren't going to do anything after. I thought we were Do they you ever know... stick to what they say? I just I, okay, so I'm I'm totally fine with an after episode 9 show as long as is as long as it's not a part of the Skywalker saga. If, as long This is as, a movie. Yeah, no, I get that. As long as as long as whatever this is, it's not going to be Star Wars episode 10. As long as this is a blah, 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 a Star Wars movie, totally down. But I swear to God, if this is episode 10, I'm done. I can't. Because they promised that they were going to be done with the Skywalker saga as far as cinema goes. So I really, 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 really hope that this isn't like some type of like trying to give Rey a better story or something so that they can sell her off better when it comes to merchandise and whatnot. That's my fear. I don't know. Like, like, I don't honest, even know if it's like, going to involve Ray, to be honest. But that's the whole thing is like, is if we get like a like a like how they did it in Visions, where they gave us that like it's been two hundred years since the Jedi, and like you know like they're trying to like you know reestablish the order and like all this stuff where they've only heard whispers, you know, like stuff like that. That's dope. That's really cool, and I want that kind of Star Wars tale. If there, it's going to be something that's after Episode Nine, I wonder if they're going to start taking some of the 
the Legends post episode six stuff and introducing it as post episode nine. But that's all Skywalker saga stuff, isn't it? There are Skywalkers in it, but there's characters like Darth Crate you could bring in yeah. and other ones like that that existed. Like, I want to say Paul could probably give a better timeline. He knows a little bit more about that than I do, but like a couple, I don't want to say 100 years, less than that after episode six in the original Legends timeline, you could start introducing them post episode nine. Because it's guess. only supposed to be, what, 30, 40 years after? So, um, yeah. So it, it, there's, it's a whole universe. It could be anything. Um, they're finding ways to introduce Sith into, you know, the timeline without yeah. breaking the rule of two. You know, I was thinking the other day, too, like, you cannot break the rule of two and have another master and apprentice who are like, no, I'm the true Sith. Yeah, for not sure. There could be, yeah, there could be power struggles, most definitely. So, I mean, it's not... It's not this foreign concept to say there's four Sith in the galaxy. There's six. Well, yeah, the galaxy's massive. So for them to all know what everybody's doing, like you have some, you have some Sith that aren't really like innately evil either. And, you know, so they they don't have these these uh, uh, ideologies of conquest and and ruling over people. They just under they just see the dark side of the Force as just a better way of doing things. But they still go on to live a very happy and, and wholesome life, and they're fine. You know, so I mean, like those individuals also exist in the fandom at the same time. So we'll see. I'm not really sure. We'll wait for more details. I think it's a 2025 movie anyway. I think that's the 2025 movie on the on the uh, thing we went over the schedule we went over the other yeah. day. Mm -hmm. So we'll see where. And then where we also have the uh, who's the other person that's got a Star Wars movie coming? Uh, uh, Tagwatiti. Taiguatiti has one, and Rian Johnson says his is is in development as well. Interesting. So, but Taika's is this is not going to be Taika's movie. It's gonna, that's going to be something else entirely. Because he's Taika's movie. His, yeah, is he writing it? They're two different movies. Right. Okay. I just wanted. I just was double checking because I think at, at one point we thought the twenty twenty five movie was going to be Taika's movie. Mm -mm. Have they announced when his movie is going to be? Mm -mm. We have a name for it though, right? Mm -mm. There's no names for anything except for a project, project name. I'm sure it's a project name, but that, that's rarely interesting. It's usually made up to throw people off the. Off and we know that it's going to be more like adult ish or teen. teen? He said it was going to be like uh, not your normal Star Wars movie, was kind of the way yeah. he described it. Which we from him, I believe. My assumption would just be more kind of in line with the, his, his overall tone of. I haven't seen Love and Thunder. Did you like it? I did like it. I liked it a lot. I think he, I think the way that they, people had a, my, it was funny. My mom, my mom came over the other day and she, she brought that up. She was like, I didn't like War and Love and Thunder. I'm like, well, why? What happened? She's like, I just, I didn't like how it was like all crazy and was being told from like the rocks perspective. And I was like, but like, that's what's so fun about that character is that he like over embellishes and like, he just like makes it kind of goofy and off the wall. Cause he's trying to tell it the best way that he can understand the situation. And so it's like I think that's where people had a hard time understanding what was going on and like why things felt so oddly paced compared to other movies is because of how the narration was being done. And I, I thought Oi. it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Oi, piss off, ghost. Hey, I'm crop. I'm a rock. He's a that's great Mike. character. That's Mike from Old Fashioned's favorite Marvel character. I'm a rock. That's why his handle is piss off ghost. Piss off ghost. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. There's 
stuff I, on I the horizon. I don't have a lot to say about about that about this guy in particular because I didn't watch Lost. The and... only thing I'm 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 concerned with at this point is there's just no talk of Old Republic still. I just don't know what they're doing there because at some point your fandom's going to get too old to give a shit. Yeah. They haven't said I don't want to be 60 and they're either. like, "Oh, Revan's coming back. I'm so excited." No, we know this video game's not in in video game hell anymore or in limbo now. It's 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 going to happen. It's just moved to a new studio. And but that's that the whole problem me. is that we haven't seen anything and so we don't have another even, opportunity for even on the even on the side of the movies and television shows like an animated series come on like yeah, something i agree yeah but that but that whole that whole era started with the video game and so i feel like that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to stay either they're trying to lean too hard into nostalgia which is i think that's been that's been something that i've been looking at lately is how much nostalgia companies are leaning on to try to get us to spend money on them instead of trying to go out and, and innovate and trying to try new things and see what sticks they're leaning really hard on what worked for them and what worked for them 20 years ago like things just don't feel fresh and new and i think to your point when it comes to the old republic you're right why don't we have an animated show why don't we have an, a, an updated book like i understand they're working on the high republic but we haven't had a, anything for old republic like yep. not even like comics. I'm I'm uh, like pretty sure we haven't even seen an old Republic comic. So like, why are they? Why are they? They they they're betting so heavily on the video game. Yeah, because we're past the point of like Kathleen's vision, and you know, oh, we need to course correct and stuff. Now it just feels like stubbornness. Is that what no. it is? Yeah, that's what it feels like at this point. Like just like the fan base. The one thing that all Star Wars fans, for the most part, the diehards can agree on is we want to see Old Republic played out in live action animation outside of me controlling it with a controller. I sure. would love to play more, yeah. but I want, to, I want to see it. And I feel like that's been pretty prevalent since they bought Di Star Wars. Yeah, Disney. they want an Old Republic movie. Yeah, and at this point, it just feels like, oh, Rian Johnson's coming back. The director who made the movie that, you know, again, I didn't hate it as much as everybody did, but the director that made the movie that everyone talks shit about, hates, whatever, however <laughs> you feel about it, is going to do a trilogy. Like, how is that supposed to excite everyone versus Revan's getting his own trilogy? Revan's getting his own television show. I just, I don't... People would lose it. I, exactly. I don't understand thought process. I really don't. At this point, by this point, you should have announced something is in development or something. I, we assume they were using the Revan card, or they were going to hold on to the Revan card for a rainy day. And at this point, I feel like it's just past that that prime it's pouring. time of when. Yeah, it's just like, but that's the whole thing. Is like you released you released all these Revan things. You released Revan's lightsaber. You really like for, for the uh, the Hasbro uh, Black series. You do an action figure. You put his name in these things. You showcase him in a video game trailer. Like, what are they doing? Like, why are they having such a hard time committing to getting this stuff out, but they're trickling it, it out? Like, it just, it, I, don't, I don't understand the mentality there from even just like a marketing perspective. Like, like when, when they announced they were dropping the lightsaber and they were, uh, they were dropping the black figure, like, everybody was super excited. And then, and then they talked about how because um, his name showed up in the, in the index, for for the armadas like it that was another big big deal and then that was it the internet got really quiet for like a year and a half and then we got the video game trailer drop 
and it wasn't as I don't think it was as exciting that time. Like the first time, everyone was like, "Oh!" Second time, I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." But like, do you think now people just don't care? I again, I don't want to sit here and assume that I know what they they think, but it's just it's it's annoying at this. Point. I'm really curious now. I'm really curious to see if like has Disney been been polling? Have they been pulling information and showcasing that? Maybe we are past that prime time of the old Republic actually having staying power. Yet they'll keep the game alive because it's making them millions of dollars. Yeah, I don't know. And the game, every time they put out a piece of Star Wars content, the game's population jumps for a few months. Because people are looking for a Star Wars game to play. Of course. Because people get excited and they're like, oh, Star Wars, I'm going to play a Star Mandalorian, Wars game. Mandalorian, I want to go, go play my bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, that's what frustrates You know how many people would subscribe to that fucking game if they put out an Old Republic animated series? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. I just watched 12 episodes of that. Now I want to go relive my own power fantasy from the game I subscribed to eight years ago. You know, like that. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's very, it's getting, it's getting frustrating at this point, which leads into what we were talking about, uh, the last bit of news that we're going to talk about because we got to get out of here. Um, Apparently, uh, Bobby C., what did you say? He's the master Ma- shit builder. Okay, so when you, not shit builder, when you go oh, to Castaway, when you go to Castaway K. Misunderstood. It, he has, he, this, this guy has put up on a big sign that says, Bob Chapek, master ship builder. Can I, would I be able to remove the sign and throw it in the ocean if I go? I think that Disney police would probably escort you. I, I, that's, that's a, that's, that's a, a, a risk I'm willing to accept. You hate this guy. I really do. So Every tell time us, I tell see us it, why you hate this guy even more now. Well, uh, apparently he's telling Kathleen Kennedy not to announce Star Wars projects and being in development uh, so soon. He does say till they're set in stone. That I agree with. I agree with. But his next line is to avoid further negative press. So what that tells me is that it's surrounding the franchise and the company. So what that tells me is he is, is, is heavy into mitigation mode. Mm-hmm. It furthers my point that at this point he knows he's ruined so much, but mm-hmm. he's making a ton of money for the company. That his only goal is to be the most profitable CEO in the history of Disney, stay for a few more years, and then get out and leave someone with a hunk of a mess to clean up. Oh my god! And he can live off the fact he said, "What are you talking about? I made Disney billions, billions." I don't. I wanna, I don't why was I bad, Kevin? CEO? Why would you say that? God, that sounds so like a terrible is, future for Disney. Disney's not on a good trajectory right now. The only thing that I'm like Yahoo with Disney is Disney plus. Yeah. Marvel and like 65% of star Wars. Yeah. Cause I just think, I think they make a ton of poor choices when it comes to star Wars that they don't do with Marvel. And I think that has a lot That's to true. do with yeah. Kevin Feige versus Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. I am not a Kathleen Kennedy stan. I've defended no. her in certain situations, but I am not this huge fan and dude, if Willow falls short, and then also um, Indiana Jones Five is crap, especially after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. She's she, she's been with she's she, she's like she's a George she Lucas was person. The, the she was the right hand of George. Like there are pictures of her on the set with him for Indiana Jones, and so it's like why are we we need to get rid of the old guard? Uh, let let some new blood in there. And you know, like we we all thought Dave was gonna be the guy who was just gonna just just go with it. 
He's still he's next in line. He's just right. She's exactly. But we just assume, we assume that she was just going to peace out. But, you know, she's still she's I think her, her ego. Sand. Well, I think her ego won't let her peace out. I think she wants to leave on a high note. And it's like we've given her all of the resources to leave on a high note. She, she should have peaced out after Obi-Wan. What no, because even that was a mixed bag. What do you mean? It was so good. It was great for us, but there was people that hated it. Holy shit. And you're never going to make everyone happy. Don't get me wrong. But she couldn't leave after episode nine because that she finished her trilogy and it was, you know, not great. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she, when she should have pieced out was after Mandalorian season one. She'd be like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Dave, take the reins. Yeah. Um, you know. But if you if you put Dave in charge, Dave and John, whatever combination, and gave them the power that Kevin Feige has, and that's mm -hmm. why I brought in DC doing it with James Gunn. Like DC yeah. made an amazing so choice. Yeah, you need that person for Star Wars, and you don't have yeah. it. You're right. You do. We do have it. It's Dave Filoni and the Filoni verse, but it's just he doesn't have full reign yet. I just think Bob hates nice things. He does. He does. He loves money and he hates happiness. So, yeah. bitch. I hope I Walt Disney's ghost <laughs> haunts his ass every night. Hope Mickey Mouse comes after you. I wish Mickey was more aggressive like he was in South Park with Bob. That would be so helpful right now. Oh, Bob, you're really messing this one up. You're fucking it up, dude. You ever see the TikToks of the people staying at the Disney resorts and they pretend to hear Mickey and Minnie in the next room? or Yeah, Donald people do like voiceovers. Yeah. Yeah, the, did you see the one where Mickey and Minnie were having like tantric sex? That one was hysterical. <laughs> I, I, your FYP is interesting, Kevin. Yeah, it's travel, comedy, dark comedy, uh, and lore videos. Nice. That's pretty much it. Um, before we get out of here, the artwork for Celebration for next year was revealed. It's kind of got like a Peter Pan over London Death Star, but all the ships from Star Wars vibe. That's what I'm getting. How are you feeling oh. about it? Um, that is interesting i'm now gonna have to pull it up kevin because i didn't have that open oh it's on the show notes i'm looking at it right now yeah i like it i don't know if i like frame it and put it in my house but oh, it's still it? pretty cool there it is no i like it i, I like that kind of artwork that's neat and yeah i mean it's not for me but i mean like i like it i moved it i'm messing things up oh my gosh are you looking at the show notes oh i'm watching you stretch oh. it and manipulate no, no. it Anyways, yeah, no, it's cool. I'm leaving it alone. I wanted to see more of it because it was like all cut off. And we had just like a little sample. I was like, oh, I could blow it up and see the whole thing. Our show notes are in a, in a Google Doc. Oops. Sorry, Paul. You're just making it huge. Now. I'm not That's even touching it now. I'm not even touching it. Paul's touching That's it. That's what she said. Whatever. Anyways. Take us home. That's all you got? That's it. You, That's, guys, you just wanted to talk about the poster? That was it. Want to end the show? Yeah, it's a nice poster. Okay, yes. Okay. All right. Well, you Don't know you what, Kevin? So? I know. It was, yeah, it's a great poster. You know what? I'm going to get you that poster. Okay. I'm going to get you that poster. Oh, man. You're going to love your birthday slash Christmas present. I'm just saying. Got it. All right. Anyways. All right. Thanks so much for the, watching. What? Did you read the Star Wars yet? Read, read the Star Wars? That's the graphic novel I got you. No, I have not read the Star Wars yet. I looked through it. I thumbed through all the pictures, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. When I find you time to sit down and read it, I will. I promise. I'd say over Christmas break, but you work. What is a Christmas break? Same about what is exactly. that? <laughs> Thanksgiving? Anyway. Thank, what is it? Yeah, I mean, like one day off. Sick. Do it while you're outside smoking. Just 
I was told okay. that I can't, my turkey, my roasted turkey is too good, so I'm not allowed to smoke the turkey. No, why? By multiple family members. Because apparently I make too good roasted turkey, so I can't. Oh, smoke I was it. told that I'm only allowed to do smoked turkey from now on. So, whatever leftovers I have and whatever you have, oh, we we're going like to trade. Oh, we should do a turkey swap. We're going to trade. Uh, but I'm thinking, I'm going to talk to you off air, but I'm thinking of smoking something as well. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Then I don't want to do a brisket. Maybe I, I should get put something in the oven as well. Okay. I like where this is going. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for watching episode 104 of Star Wars and Scotch. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to talk Star Wars with you, Kevin, as always. If you want to follow Kevin and what he does on the internet, you can follow him over at KMagic101 over on Twitter. Or Kevin, oh, no, you're Kevin X Vision on Twitter. Kevin yeah. X Vision on Twitter. And then on Instagram, he's KMagic101. He's, uh, you know, he's Kevin Murray over on Facebook. If you want to follow his page, he, he talks in my chat. Apparently, he doesn't poop. Um, yeah, so check I'm him out. You, you just go to raredrop.co. You can check out everything that we do there. We've got podcasts. We've got our agency. Uh, we've got a lot of really cool things on GCX stuff on there. So go check it out, raredrop.co. And then you can follow me over on Facebook if you haven't yet, fb.gg forward slash Darkness Fortune. I'm Darkness Fortune on everywhere, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. If you want to check out the stuff, awesome. We've been playing through the Batman uh, Gotham Knights game. The single player is fantastic. A little bit of Overwatch comp in the afternoons. And then we got Call of Duty coming up on Friday. So it's going to be when some this, NP. When this episode drops, if you go to Tim's channel or my Twitch channel, you can pro if you get it right away, you could probably see us wrapping up playing Gotham. Knights yeah, you today. know, they're probably going to be like watching. They're going to be listening to this like later. So, so I'm going to tell I'm you now, saying, Kevin, I had happens. a blast playing Gotham Knights with you today. So thanks for playing. We didn't play. Oh, yeah. No, that was awesome. When we you jumped and hit that guy. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. But if you want to check out other live streams that Kevin's been doing over on his Twitch page, you can head over to twitch.tv forward slash kmagic101. We've been nope. doing. No, is that wrong? Already Kevin underscore now? Kevin underscore. God damn it. Why is there underscores now? All right, give him the well, link. I'm trying to get what rid of it? the last. I'm trying to get twitch.tv slash RD underscore Kevin underscore. I'm trying to get rid of the second underscore. Oh, man, that's like Working me. I had an underscore in my name on Twitch for a while. Yeah. And yeah, the, nice. the service was better back then, so. <laughs> Anyways, well, that's going to do it for us. We're wrapping this one up. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, Kevin. May the force be with you. And you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.